Hey Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hey, welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. I have such a good episode lined up for you today. Um, If you follow me on social media and if you've been watching along, you've maybe seen me start to talk about this more. So what am I talking about today? Well, you saw the episode title, so you know, but I'm talking about manifesting for empaths. So before I start, I just wanted to say and start off by, you know, going to the place of my backstory. Um, I've always felt so different. You know, I, I can't even describe it. And I have a feeling that you know what I'm talking about. But from the time that I was a kid, I've always felt different. And I've had lots of reasons why I could feel different. I actually remember when I was a kid making a list of all the ways that I was different and I was trying to find the source of, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was trying to find the source of this feeling and I made this list. I'm left-handed and most people are right-handed. I have curly hair and most people have straight hair. I'm short and most people are tall. I'm bigger and most people are small. You know, this was just what I was trying to come up with as a kid. It also really goes to show my perception thinking that everyone else is different from me, but that's really where I was at. And I even heard a voice one time when I was about, it was early teenager time. I was probably about 13 or 14 maybe. And I heard this voice say, one day you're going to find out that you see the world differently than most. And that stuck with me. It was almost like I've been waiting for the day that I find out that I see the world differently than others. But what what I actually realize now is that it's not so much that I see the world differently, it's that I feel the world differently. I experience the world differently than the average person, than a lot of the people that I was around and that I was friends with. I feel it differently. So when the term empath came to me, this was probably about maybe 10 years ago now, I definitely resonated. I, you know, I saw the list of the traits of an empath and I was like, oh yeah, totally. That's totally me. And I'm going to go through some of those today so that you can really anchor in and discover if you're an empath as well. And so I heard this term and it resonated, but it just kind of left me there. Um, it made sense. And I was like, oh, okay, that's why I'm so sensitive, right? That's why I've always been so sensitive. I'm an empath. Okay, cool. But I wasn't owning it. I wasn't learning more about it. I wasn't learning how to manage my energy. I just thought that's why I'm so sensitive or that's why I've always felt different as I am. I'm, I'm really sensitive. I'm an empath. I pick up on everything. 
But again, I, it left me and it wasn't just till I'm talking like a couple weeks ago, I shared this story on a previous episode, um, that I was out for a run and it just hit me. I heard manifesting for empaths and I was just like, wow, that's really cool. And I started thinking back and I'm pretty sure almost a hundred percent of my clients that I've ever had one-on-one have been empaths the beautiful souls in the awakening academy which is my membership um, space they are empaths Um, everybody that i know well in there i know is an empath um, unless there's a couple people that aren't i'm pretty sure pretty much everyone is and then of course i'm an empath so i this seed was planted and it was like this breakthrough moment of like yeah i need to talk about this so then i started digging deep into the depths of really what an empath is. And I was, I was order, I've ordered books and ripped through them. You know, you're onto something when you read a book in like a day, um, and diving into what an empath is, what a highly sensitive person is. And through all this, I have realized so much, and I'm going to bring some of this to you today. And like I said, I'm going to be talking a lot more about this. So today I'm just going to give you a really exciting overview that hopefully is going to click some things into place. And I'm also going to give you a couple tools that if you are an empath, things that you need to know um, and do maybe slightly differently when it comes to manifesting, because this is probably why it's been a struggle for you, because this is why it's been a struggle for me. And I can't even believe I haven't realized it up until now. So we teach in manifestation, we teach a process, right? I've just spent seven episodes going through the process of manifestation. And that is accurate. That is true. But the thing that's different for empaths is we experience the world differently. So when we're talking about launching desires and getting into alignment and taking inspired action, there's tweaks and things that we need to know when we're an empath that just changes the game right? So again, I'm going to go through this and it's just, I I feel like you're just going to have massive aha moments because I have, and I know that you're an empath, you're a sensitive person, right? So let's first actually discover that, right? Let's just solidify anchor in that you are in fact an empath. And if you're not, and you're just someone who is sensitive, you can still listen to this episode and get a hell of a lot out of it because there's also a thing called a highly sensitive person. And you may have heard of this, right? It's HSP. And this is a term that Elaine Aaron um, created and it's for somebody. So first of all, a highly sensitive person is somebody who takes in a lot of stimulus. They're sensitive to noise, sound. It can they are sensitive to noises, textures, overstimulation. They can get very overwhelmed easy. Often they connect to nature a lot and find a lot of peace in solitude. They are somebody who um, gets regenerated by time alone because life can be very overwhelming, can be very overstimulating. So if that's you, energetic hand up, that's definitely me as well. And how this works is a highly sensitive person, if we picture a spectrum and on one end say on the left side that's where I see it is narcissist which is a lack of empathy right narcissistic people the world revolves around them they have very little care for how things impact other people they don't really care that much about other people's emotions they definitely don't pick up on it they're just not sensitive right so that's on one end of the spectrum 
And then as you move along, in the middle is highly sensitive people. And this is where we're overwhelmed easily by noises, sensitive emotionally, we can take things personally very easily. We're just highly sensitive, right? And I'm gonna, again, I'm gonna go more into this. I'll do full episodes on these so you can really get even more in depth, but that's the middle of the spectrum. And then if you continue all the way to the other end, that's where you find empaths. And so empaths are more than just sensitive. We are also highly sensitive sensitive people, but it goes over so far that we pick up on other people's emotions. We feel things in our body, in our energy. Um, we actually take it on. So if somebody is depressed around you, you leave feeling depleted and depressed. And so this is something that is like, it, it's sensitivity taken to the next level. We pick up on energy and there's many different types of empaths um, that I'll be sharing with you so you can identify what type you are. But really what it is, which I think is really cool, is empaths have a more active neurological system. So we don't have the same filters that other people do to block out energy and stimulation. And because of this, what we take in, we absorb into our body. And this is both positive and stressful energy around us. So people who are empaths, as I mentioned, are also very sensitive. They've usually been told their entire life, you're too sensitive. You maybe have been told to get a thicker skin or not to care so much. And what happens is most of us were this as a child. We were empaths. We were highly sensitive as a child. And we became ashamed of it because our sensitivity was something that we registered as bad rather than being a superpower. Often maybe our parents didn't know how to deal with it. They didn't have the tools. Um, and we were just told to toughen up or why are you so sensitive? I can't even tell you the amount of times that I heard as a child, Talia, you're too sensitive. And so, and now raising an empath daughter, it's, I can see it. I can see how sometimes it's frustrating when somebody is so sensitive, but we learned that it was a bad thing and we weren't often supported in our gift. So most empaths have always felt different, potentially always exhausted, um, overwhelmed by crowds. There's some kids that wanna be in the center of attention and there's other kids that would rather either play alone or be at a quieter gathering. Also, just to be clear, you can be an empath and still be okay to be around people. There's a huge spectrum, but this is just typical, you know, how it's gone for most empaths. So we've always felt different. We've always wanted to retreat because the world can be very overwhelming. So my empath daughter could read in her room for hours a day. She loves quiet time. She loves downtime and she loves to just be by herself. That's a very common trait. There are empaths that are extroverts. So that is a thing. And if you are an extrovert and also feel like you're an empath, that's completely possible. So you don't necessarily have to be an introvert to be an empath. So Going back to childhood and the previous chunk of our lives, we've often felt overwhelmed and anxious. And because of this, empaths have 
way higher of a chance of falling into patterns such as depression, obsessive behavior, addictions, mental health issues, compulsions, um, control issues that I say even control issues, but it's like that scrambling to control. And this is because we are trying to shut down and suppress our energetic makeup because the world is fucking overwhelming, right? So we try, we're trying inadvertently, we don't realize this, but we're trying to ground ourselves. We're trying to numb all the feels because life is overwhelming. And this can create an imbalance that leads us to continuously be trying to numb in order not to feel things so intensely. And this is why we're more prone to addictions and compulsions. And looking back, it makes so much sense why I had an eating disorder, why I leaned on alcohol, drugs, pills, all the things, because life was just so intense and I didn't understand, um, why? I didn't understand. I just thought I was broken. I thought I was weird. It's like the amount of times I've thought everyone else seems to be dealing with life fine, which again is just a perspective. Most people are, I mean, everybody's going through their own stuff. So sometimes what we see on the outside isn't actually what's going on, but I've felt that so many times. It's like most people can handle being a parent. Most people can handle going out to a party, can handle a concert, can handle this, can handle that. Why am I freaking out? Right. And as I mentioned, also why I leaned on some substances and an eating disorder. Like my life was just so intense. And with the eating disorder, just looking back, I couldn't handle the feelings of feeling like a failure, feeling overweight, feeling like I couldn't get control over my weight, feeling like I would be more whole or more okay if I weighed less. Those feelings were so intense that it wasn't just that I was trying to lose weight. It's that I was trying to numb my existence because I was feeling things so big. So first of all, before I launch in um, to the traits, and I'm going to talk about why manifesting is easier for empaths and then why it's more difficult. And then I'm going to give you some things that you just need to incorporate into your life. If you're an empath or a sensitive person that is wanting to manifest, and especially if you're having a hard time, these things will be game changing. But first I'm going to say, or first I'm going to go over what's the difference between general empathy and being an empath. Just a really quick overview. So general empathy is when your heart goes out to another person who's maybe going through a difficult time, or even they're celebrating. You feel deeply for them, right? And this means that you're happy for other people when they're happy and you can, you know, really feel it when they're not happy and, oh, I really feel for you, you know? So if someone's experiencing empathy, they just feel deeply for people. And as I mentioned before, on the scale, narcissism is at one side and that's like, I don't really care what you feel. I only care what's in this for me. Um, if you're having a hard time, it doesn't even bother me. It doesn't pull at me. I'm not feeling for you, right? But empathy is when I feel for you. I feel... Um, um, for what you're going through. And I can really go like, oh, I, I really genuinely wish the best for you or want to help you. That's empathy, right? So being an empath is actually sensing other people's emotions and even their physical symptoms. This is when your body feels their energy. So you feel if someone is in front of you fighting or you see violence, you feel sick to your stomach or 
if somebody is having something like really overwhelmingly rough going on, it's almost sometimes hard to be there for them because you feel their grief or their struggle so deeply. This is when we actually embody their emotions and their energy. So some people, if they're beside someone or near somebody, or even just, you know, energetically connected to someone who has stomach issues, they can feel a hurt in their stomach. Or if someone's going through anxiety, they can feel a tightness in their chest, just being around their friend or thinking about their friend, right? So if you can relate to this, um, this is definitely traits of being an empath. And there are more traits, but this is the main thing. is like we pick up on it all. We pick up on other people's energies. We can even pick up on spiritual energy, energy of spirits or um, energy that's left over from, you know, in a house or in a certain place. We pick up on it. We get the feelings. We feel anxious. We feel joy. We feel scared. We feel all these other things that are someone else's stuff. It's not coming from from you, right? So another thing that I think is really interesting about empaths that I learned by reading um, Judith Orlov's The Empath's Survival Guide, which you may have read if you're an empath, but it's an incredible book. The other thing I learned is that empaths feel things first and then think after. Whereas regular people, I'll just say for lack of better words, think things first and feel after. So I just, that resonates with me so deep. My feeling comes first. My gut feeling about someone when I'm with a client, um, when we're in a call, I just often am closing my eyes and allowing the feelings to come up. I'm not thinking about what they need and thinking about where I need to go next and thinking, thinking, thinking. I'm feeling, I'm an open channel. I'm available for what will come through for that person. Um, Also, when something happens in my life that is shocking or upsetting or times I've been through heartbreak or whatever, I feel it in my gut. I feel it before my mind starts going. So if you can relate to that, I would love if you find me on Facebook, I'm primarily on Facebook at Talia Joy Manifestation and write me a message right on my wall, tag me in it, something to just let me know that you can relate because I'm feeling called to speak to empaths, to speak to empaths about manifesting. So it would mean the world to me if you let me know if you resonate with this, if this is helpful, if you are an empath, because this is, I really feel going to be a huge chunk of going forward because it makes so much sense. And it's already helping me so much in just a couple weeks. It's opened up something huge. So definitely let me know. So one more thing um, about empaths before I go on is that we are also sensitive to light, sounds, smells. We often need alone time. And most of us get drained by large groups of people because we're feeling all the things, right? Another thing I learned that I thought was really cool is empaths often want to take their own vehicle to parties and gatherings so that they can leave any time that they want. If the energy goes funky, if they're overwhelmed, they have an escape plan. And that's something that I just didn't even realize was because of this, but that's always me. I always want to take my own car, even though I'm eco-friendly and all of that about the earth, I 
kind of need my own car or I kind of freak out. There's even been times where I've paid to take my car on the ferry because I live on the island when I could have walked on and had someone pick me up, pick me up, but I spent over a hundred bucks taking my car because I just needed my own space. That's another trait of an empath, which is just so interesting, but we are sensitive sort to light and sound and smell. And so that sometimes we can get overwhelming when the music's too loud and someone's trying to talk to us or there's sounds going on. We sometimes just need to shut it down, get in some quiet, which is a thing that you're going to need to start to practice if you don't already realizing you're an empath, realizing you need some decompression time. And I'm going to get to that because that is one of the things for us to do when we're trying to manifest. So now I'm gonna go into how manifesting is actually easier for empaths. And then I'm gonna go into why it's harder and then leave you with a few things that I want you to practice until the next time that we connect. So first of all, why manifesting can actually be easier for empaths is, well, first of all, sensitivity is our superpower. So because of this, we're intuitive. We have um, a sort of line in, right, to the energy going on. And when we learn how to master this and even just work the system that we're, you know, our energetic code, it really makes it easier to manifest because we are in touch with the pull of life. We have a sensitivity, which is a superpower, and that superpower can guide us, direct us. We really get clear yes feelings and no feelings, which can actually make manifestation a lot easier because other people might get caught up in what should I do and should I do this, should I do that? But when we learn how to tap in and tune to tune to our sensitivities and to trust our sensitivities, we have an ingrained superpower. So it can actually make manifestation a lot easier because we have that guidance system, which is our emotions, which is the feels and that's super strong for us, right? So the next way that manifesting is easier is that emotions activate manifestation, right? So this is also in the category of why it's harder because emotions activate manifestation. But if you think of in the way of making manifestation easier, our emotions is what activates the process. And we do not have a shortage of emotions. <laughs> this is, we are topped up, right? We have the emotions. So again, when we learn how to acknowledge it and work with it. And it doesn't take long. It's like a couple of aha moments and you all of a sudden get it on a deeper level. So it doesn't have to be years of learning how to master this. But when we learn how to hone our emotions, we learn how to find the way in which we can channel positive emotion. It could be through gratitude. It could be through visualization. It could be through practicing the moment. It could be through exercise. It can be a lot of things. When we learn how to, how to, tap into those positive emotions, manifestation can actually be easier, which is really exciting because we have all the emotions. We just need to know where to put them, how to channel them and funnel them, right? So the next way that manifesting is actually easier for us is we feel, and this kind of ties into our emotions, but we feel reward we feel gratitude and we feel success deeply. So it can sometimes become overwhelming when you're in alignment, just how beautiful life is. You start, you start feeling like someone tripping out on mushrooms. It's like, isn't it all just so beautiful, <laughs> right? And that's how we can get because we feel things so deeply that it's like life is so incredible and I'm so incredible and you're so incredible and you know, the nature is just so incredible and isn't the sun beautiful? and the moon is incredible and look at the trees. We can really get like that. Again, when we're in our power, when we're
we're in our zone. We feel things so deeply that when we can walk around like that, it really helps us to attract all the good things, including abundance and you know anything else really that we're looking to attract. So we feel reward, gratitude, and success deeply, and that can make manifestation easier. Another way that manifestation is easier for empaths is that we do really well with mentors and inspiring leaders. Now, this comes back to the fact that we pick up on other people's energy, right? So just be with me in this. And especially if you've worked with a coach or a mentor, you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, just let this sink in. We pick up on other people's energies. So when we are around toxic people, it has a huge impact in our life. And when we're around inspiring people, people who believe in us, people who see the best in us, people who see her, if you've listened to previous episodes, her is that version of yourself that already is it, that is just rocking it. You could say your best self, your highest self. When we are with people, especially working with people, focused on the goal of us living our best life, and we're around someone who sees us as the full expression of who we are, sees the possibility, knows that we can do this, we do so well. So just think of if you were working with a personal trainer or working with a coach towards a goal, right? And if that person really believes in you and sees in you the gold and, you know, motivates you and has that level of belief and um, faith that you're doing this, you're on the right path, you know, that will just cause you to thrive. And when you try to do it alone, that's when we can fall into our own emotions and all the feelings and all the guilt and the shame and we get off track. But when we when we work with a mentor or we are around inspiring leaders, this is like, we do so well. And I think this is why I've always been drawn to have a coach. I've always known that whatever money I invest comes back to me tenfold because my energy is just in such a better place working with a coach. But this is also why I've gone to see Tony Robbins live and Gabby Bernstein live and, you know, these different people because being in their energy, having space with them, I feel them and my belief skyrockets. So it's not just what I learn when I'm there and it's not just the tools I gain, it's that, but it's also just being a around inspiring people. So basically for this point, I want to encourage you to surround yourself in the energy of someone who has what you want, whether it's success in business or it's the mindset or it's the weight loss or whatever it is, just someone who you, this is a really good way to put it, someone who you would trade places with. And I don't mean forever, like you're not enough. I just mean, you know, if you had the opportunity to trade places with someone for a day or something, make it someone who has something that you want. And again, the mindset, the, the, you know, health goals or whatever it is, because when you surround yourself with them, you will change your life easier because you are leeching their energy, not in a bad way. You're not sucking it from them. You're just taking it on. And that can be so inspiring. So I want you to be around successful, inspiring people. And if you've been called to hire a coach, have this be your nudge that you will never regret it. As an empath, you will never regret having someone in your corner, having someone believe in you because your results will just be so incredible. So that's another reason why manifesting can be easier for us. If we choose to have a mentor or have an inspiring group, um, 
Primarily though, it's when we're working one-on-one with someone or in a very small container. It could be like a group program of five people, but when you're really immersed in that person's energy, that's when you will just skyrocket. So the next thing on why manifesting can be easier for empaths is we can use this alone time that we need to tune in. So once you get in touch and acknowledge that you need alone time, it's part of your self-care and you do it, you can use that time to tune in. You can use a bath, a meditation, a nap, a walk in nature. You can use this time to tune in and to just be in touch with your emotions, be in touch with the universe, slow down, get into that receiving energy, and just chill, right? A lot of people don't take enough time to be in receptive energy, but we need alone time as ma- as empaths. We need decompression moments, right? Or weekends or days or whatever. We need that. So we can use that alone time to tune in. Another way that manifesting is easier for us is that we're naturally spiritually open. And this is because we are naturally more tuned to the energy around us. We are naturally more in the flow, right? Which I kind of tapped on in the previous points, but we're just naturally spiritually open. So even if you feel like you don't have a rock solid relationship with the universe and you're looking to develop that, just know that it's something that comes very naturally. And once you learn and get inspired and, you know, start doing it, it will come very easily. And that can help you manifest. Cause again, you're in, you're in sync with the flow of life, with the universe and guidance and all of that. So the next point is the last one I'm going to touch on today about why manifesting is easier for us. And it's because we have a huge heart space and a huge heart energy. So when we channel that heart energy, we tap into intuition. Like I mentioned, tapping into what feels right, tapping into love and receptivity, and we just become more open. This doesn't mean that all empaths have an open heart. Often we've learned to close it. We've learned to shut it down because it hurts to be hurt. It hurts to fail. I say that in quotes. It hurts to not be our best self. So we often shut it down. When you learn to open you will find that your heart space can be open very easily. You can learn to love. You can learn to love yourself. You can learn to let people in. Once you kind of get on the sort of good side of the street, if you know what I mean, it's like honing your gifts, realizing these things and getting the tools, you can naturally have a very open heart, which is such an incredible trait, but also helps us manifest because that's our receptive center, right? So those are just some ways that manifesting can actually be easier for us. And now I'm going to go into some of the ways that it can be harder for us, which is actually where I had many breakthroughs with myself and going like, oh yeah, that's why this worked so well, or that's why this was hard, right? So um, the first thing is that we have so many emotions, right? That was in the plus side and it can make it harder. We can get sidetracked a lot easier and we can get off of our positive thinking. We can sort of get off the boat quite easy because we feel all the things, right? It's like the squirrel chasing the nut, except for it's with our emotions. It's like, what was that? And what was that? And oh yeah, that. And we can get thrown off really easily. The next one is overwhelm. And this is like 
my hand is raised so high right now. This has been probably the thing that has held me back the most. And when I look at manifestation and just making change is I am so prone to overwhelm that again, it throws me off. So if that's you, it's okay. I'm gonna teach you and help you and we're just gonna have such a great journey together. But this can make it harder to manifest because when we're in a state of overwhelm, the law of attraction is just matching it. And poor law of attraction, <laughs> it's not, it can't, you know, go above and beyond its abilities, right? It's it's not bias. It's not, you know, um, punishing you. It can't do anything other than be the law. And so when you are putting out overwhelm, it just has to bring you back more overwhelm or things to be overwhelmed about. And that can make it a lot harder when we're trying to manifest. Another thing is that we make emotionally charged decisions and reactions. This can happen. Again, this might not be you, but a lot of times because we feel things so deeply, we want to react deeply and we want to react quickly and it's emotionally charged. So if we just take some time before reacting, before making big decisions, um, that will go a long way for manifesting because we just kind of go in this direction, go in this direction, go in this direction, which is, I mean, it's fine. We're learning, right? If you're making sure to learn along the way, then it actually isn't a bad thing, but it can get in the way of manifesting because we're kind of going over here and going over there and, um, you know, reacting and, and all of that. So it can make it a bit harder because we are emotionally charged. And we all know sometimes you need to wait a day before responding to a text or wait a day before even saying yes to an opportunity. Whereas sometimes empaths, they just feel it and they jump on it and that's it. So sometimes that can make it a little bit harder. Another thing is that we pick up on other people's emotional junk. And that can be really difficult when we're trying to manifest because we can be feeling on top of the world, in our zone, being her, loving life. And then we walk into a room and someone's got a lot of they've got an emotional sphere around them, right? Or it's someone we love and they're having a hard day. It is really hard, really hard to stay high vibe when you're around someone who's suffering. And especially when you're an empath, right? And it doesn't mean that you're supposed to walk in like sunshiny day when they're upset, but we pick up on it and we take it on. So even when we leave that that um, scene, when we leave that person's house or that conversation is done, we're still feeling it. We're still searching for ways that we can fix them and save them. It's just so uncomfortable to be around other people's emotional stuff. And it really throws us off. We pick up on it. We take it on. And overall, it lowers our vibe. Another thing is that we feel perceived failure deeply. So perceived failure, when you do something that doesn't work out, when you say you were going to lose weight and you, and you haven't yet, when you feel like you joined a program and other people are having better results than you, we perceive failure and we feel that like we failed, like it's never going to work, like we're broken, we're in this again, why is this happening? So we really feel failure deeply, but it's perceived failure. It's not real. There is no fail. We are always moving forward. We're always learning. But as an empath, we get sucked into kind of like the drama of the situation because we feel it so deeply. So we can really label ourselves as failing, as it's not working for me. And then that actually becomes the reason why it's not working. So it can make manifestation harder. And then a few other things, there's a huge list, so I'm only gonna go into a few today, but a few other things is that we get depleted easily which can make it harder to stay high vibe. We feel like we don't belong, so we experience separation, which is just 
which is detrimental when we're trying to manifest is feeling separate. Um, you know, oneness is where it's at. Oneness is the truth. And so when we go to the other side and we feel separate, we feel bad, we feel wrong, we feel different, we feel like a lone wolf, this creates separation and it makes it harder for us to manifest. Another thing is that we neglect ourselves to serve others. Hand up <laughs> if that's you. And that's very common. And again, it's because it's hard to be with people suffering. We just want to fix them. We want to serve them. We want to help them. We're naturally giving. We naturally have a very good, kind heart that wants to help other people. So this is why we um, give, give, give until we're depleted. But we can definitely, all these things, I've got so many incredible tools that are downloading for you and that I'm going to be bringing out and offers that I'm going to be, you know, working with empaths to really help get through these things because it doesn't have to be this way. We can switch into the why it's easier for us and just live there and experience it like that. But that is a part that can get hard as we neglect ourselves to serve others. And then we get into martyr and we get into why me and why, you know, where is everyone? Like I give, 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 and then no one's there for me. Um, and feeling alone, it's just a vicious cycle. And that's, we're more likely to fall into that when we're an empath because we just want to give it's that open heart, right? We just want to give. So another thing is it's hard for us to be, get clear and focused on what we want. Because again, we're feeling all the things. So it's hard for us to like pick one thing and focus on that and keep our focus on that because we kind of have shiny object syndrome, but with our emotions, right? And it's like, well, should I be wanting that? And oh, it's not going to come. And maybe it will come. And we're on the train and off the train. And is that selfish to want that? And is it actually, are we capable, right? We have so many questions, so much inner chatter that it's hard for us to get clear and stay clear and stay focused on what we want. But again, it's totally workable. We've got incredible tools. I'm going to help you. And that's just one way where it can be harder for us to manifest what we want. A couple other things is we're a target for energy vampires and toxic people, which I'm doing a whole episode on that. So there's more to come on that, but we are more prone to fall into toxic relationships with friends and social circles and feel hard. It feels hard to back away from that because we feel things, right? We're like just feeling all the things. It's hard to have those boundaries. And that's the next one is it can be harder for us because it's it's harder to create energetic boundaries with people. We're not taking that time for self-care, that time for us, right? We are um, giving, giving, giving. We are getting depleted and we are not having those energetic boundaries with what we're available for and what we're not available for. So that can be a really hard one to be manifesting and being high vibe and, you know, being her when we are drained, right? We're just drained by energy vampires, by our lack of boundaries. We're just tired. So the last thing I'm going to touch on um, is that Oh, there's so many good ones. I don't want to stop. Okay, one more, a couple more. We can get thrown off by things easily in a day. Smells, noises, textures, negativity, chaos, disorganization, the slight body movement of someone or a tone in their voice that we all of a sudden go like, what did she mean by that? Is she thinking this? Why did I say that? Right? And we get all thrown off. That can make it hard to manifest. Another thing is we're more prone to addiction and compulsive behaviors, which is a wobble. It kind of takes us out of our center, right? And that can throw us off. And then the last one I'm going to touch on today is 
that we have hurt feelings and take things personally really easily. And I'm going to tell you, you guys, in the manifestation game, it is there's only there's failing forward constantly. We do things, it doesn't work out, we learn from it, we adjust and we try again. And that's just what life is. That's what manifestation is. We don't just click in and everything magically unrolls. We are constantly trying things and things don't work and we adjust course and we go at it again. So in business, in manifestation, there are things that don't work out. There are people that say no to working with me. There are people that um, unsubscribe from my email list or people that my message isn't their thing. There's also people just in my personal life that my personality isn't their thing, or they don't see something the way I do, or they, you know, I make an incredible dinner and it turns out that they don't like quinoa or something. And it's easy to have hurt feelings. It's easy to take things personally when you're an empath because you think you're the one that should be different. And why is this happening? And why did they say no to me? And why is this? And why is that? And um, that's just another way. It's just easy to be thrown off with manifestations when you're an empath. So now I'm going to give you three things that you need to do to keep your manifestation game strong if you're an empath or a sensitive woman or sensitive person, because I know there are some men that listen to this. So if you're a sensitive person or an empath, these are some things that you need to do to be able to keep your manifestation game strong. And just to let you know, I have a list of like 20 things because programs are developing. I've got so much that has downloaded from just this simple breakthrough that I have so much to bring to you, but I'm going to bring you like the top four today that I think are really important. The first one is self-care and you know that self-care is important anyways, but I'm going to take it out of should territory. Like I know I should have good self-care and go, girl, you are an empath. You are a sensitive person. You need to take care of yourself because your self-care ties so deeply into your energy that if you're not taking care of yourself, your energy will be all over the place. You will not be nurturing your needs and it will make it harder for you to make positive changes in, in your life, to live happy, to have joy in your day, to make your way out of depression, anxiety, whatever else you have going on if you're not taking care of yourself. I know you can hear my stern voice coming through. You get a glimpse into what my kids hear when I'm serious, but it runs so deeply for myself as well. Is self-care isn't something that you should do. It's something that you need to do. As a sensitive person, you need to work your energy, to honor your energy, and to take care of yourself. Nobody can do this for you and it will recalibrate your energy. You are the one that needs to do it. So self-care can be anything that brings you joy, makes you feel like you're slowing down, something you enjoy doing. Like what would you do on your birthday? What would you do if it was you just for a weekend, right? So it could be a bath. It could be all these self-care things we think of, but it could also be just sitting and reading a book instead of doing a bunch of stuff. It could be having a releasing shower where you picture negative energy just rolling off of you. It could be clipping your toenails and painting your nails. It could be going out in nature alone. It could be going going shopping and buying yourself something nice. It can be 
anything. You can infuse self-care into a cup of tea. It can, it's the energy you bring. So self-care is number one for empaths and sensitive people because you're taking on energy. You're picking up on energy. Your emotions run deep. Your thoughts run deep. And you need to balance that out with caring for yourself or you will be depleted. So self-care is absolutely number one. The second thing is decompressing and releasing energy that is built up. But this is a daily thing. You need to decompress and energy release daily. So a few things that you can do to do that is to carve out quiet, to carve out silence. At the end of the night, take a minute, take 10 deep breaths, be in silence. You can also, of course, meditate. You could, as I mentioned, have a shower that you use as your decompressing time, that you're washing off the day, that you're releasing what's no longer serving you. You could use sage. You could use essential oils. You could smudge yourself. I use sage almost daily. So you need to start looking at decompressing and releasing excess energy as a daily thing. You can use crystals, just Google crystals for releasing energy you're holding on to. But some that are really good for grounding are a lot of the black stones. So um, hematite is really good for that, black onyx. There's a few different black stones that are really good for grounding. So that can help you to decompress. But really above all, if you're a busy, like say you're a busy mom like me, it's carving out five minutes here or there to just go in your room or go in the bathroom or wherever you need to and just take a breather. Just do it, like actually do it. Decompress, give that time to yourself. If you're not in the same type of lifestyle that I am, it's, you know, maybe on your way home from work, you could stop by the beach and just get out and put your toes in the sand and just decompress. Just take a minute, right? So that's number two is decompressing and releasing the excess energy that comes up in a day because that's what's adding to overwhelm. That's what's adding to anxiety. So there's other ways too, like you could put your feet on the earth. As I mentioned, feet in the sand, anything to do with feet in the earth, whether it's dirt, sand, water, um, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Rocks, just touching earth with your feet is a great way to re- to get rid of excess energy that builds up in a day. So that's number two is to decompress and to get rid of or to release negative energy. The next one is to get mentored or get supported. And I already touched on this earlier, but we do so well with support. So if that's been calling to you and chances are it has been as an empath because you have an intuition, it's probably been guiding you to join a group or to get a coach or to get some sort of support. Even if you're looking to lose weight to get a personal trainer, um, if you're looking to make more money, you know, talk to a manifestation coach or, or something, just get supported in what it is that you're going after. Even if it's just a life coach for general, um, mindset, it will help you so much. So I want you starting today to become open and available for the right mentor, the right offer to come into your life. Don't just jump at anyone. Don't just do it. Cause I said you should. Be open and available to getting supported because you will do so well in support. I always have a coach and those weekly calls, they really 
They really build me up in the week. They give me someone that I'm accountable for and I'm working on something with. She gets my goals. She believes in me and knows it's possible and already sees me as that person that's impacting millions and writing all the books and doing all the things. And I thrive in that. I don't want to be left alone to my own mind and my own devices because I feel all the things. So I'll probably get sidetracked and get down on myself when it feels like it's not working. So I need a mentor. So I'm going to recommend you get mentored or supported in any capacity. Be open and available to what is next for you. And one simple mantra or prayer you can say is, today I am open and available to being supported. I trust that what comes in front of me will be the right thing. And I'm just going to watch for the right offer, for the right person, for the right program, whatever it is. I'm just going to wait and watch and I will act when I do find that thing. When I am ready, I will know it's right and I'll act on it. So that was really long, but Today, I am open and available for support. I will know it when I see it, and I will go ahead and leap in trust and faith. Get supported, my friend. As a sensitive soul, you will thrive. Okay, and the last thing, as I've mentioned, there's so many, and everyone is so important, but the last thing I'm going to bring today is pivoting. So you may be familiar with pivoting, but what this is is recognizing when our thoughts or our emotions or our energy is going south and switching it up quickly. So the game becomes the sooner you can tap into like, oh, I notice I'm starting to get off track. Oh, I notice I'm starting to get overwhelmed. Pivot, pivot, pivot. And that will save you. When it becomes important enough to you that you really want to change your energy and you no longer want to be involved in all the stories that go on in your mind, when that shift happens, Pivoting changes the game. So un until that happens, you get wrapped up in the anxiety and the worries and you're playing through all the scenarios and it feels if someone was to say, oh, don't worry, you'd be like, no, but it's true. This is going on and no, but what do I do? And I'm screwed. And like, you're really just involved in the story because you're feeling it. And again, these things can be really going on, but it's, you're believing it. You're putting your faith in it. You're inadvertently praying for more of it. But when the day comes, when you realize that I don't want to believe all these stories, I don't want to get wrapped up in the chaos. I don't want anxiety anymore. I truly don't want it. You start to be aware and what will serve you the most is to start to be aware of when your energy starts going south, when your thoughts start getting negative or when you're starting to feel overwhelmed, when anxiety is starting to creep up and you pivot. So what you do is you do anything that will take you out of that space. So first thing I do is I witness it and I go, ah, I'm picking up on something. I don't wanna believe that. I send it back. I do this return to sender thing. I send it back. I don't want that thought. And then I will like quickly have a dance party or you know, say to my husband, like, life is so amazing. I'm so grateful you're here with me or just anything that takes me out of that thought. You could, like I said, put on music. Of course you could run a bath or do some jumping jacks. It's just really the act of going like, nope, I'm not giving that another thought because what anxiety is, what overwhelm is, is a thought that you thought and then you kept thinking it. You kept giving it attention. You kept going, and what if this, and what if that, and what if they, and what if me, and what if this, and what if, and that, and it pretty soon 
spirals into a full-blown anxiety attack, but we can stop it in the beginning. We can pivot out as soon as we start noticing that we're going down that hole. <laughs> and that is one of the biggest things that has changed for me is I've all of a sudden recognized I'm an empath. I feel things deeply. If I keep going down this path because of the way that I'm made up, because of my genetic or not genetic, my energetic code, I am going to go down the hole. I can feel it. I've been there a million times, but I want to do this differently. I'm ready to do this differently. So I'm going to do whatever it takes. And I go, nope, I'm not available for that thought. Return to sender, dance party. That's been my thing for the last few weeks. It's like, I'm not available for that. I don't want it in my space, dance party. <laughs> when in doubt, dance party. I've just been doing it like crazy because I am determined to get really vigilant about my energy and about what I'm allowing in. And I understand that I'm an empath and I understand that I'm sensitive and I understand that it will take me over if I don't make a point to have my back, to say no, to stand up for myself, my mental health, and say, I'm not allowing that in. I'm not going down that road. I'm pivoting out now. So those are the four things that I want you to focus on as a sensitive person, as an empath for manifestation and just having a really joyful, really good feeling life, living the life of your dreams. Number one is self-care. Number two is taking time to decompress. Number three is getting mentored and getting supported. And number four is pivoting, learning the art of pivoting. I will be doing episodes on all of these things, I'm sure. But if you're called to this, I am really going to encourage you to dive in, stay close to my Facebook page, to this podcast, because there's going to be so much more to come. If you're interested in learning how to manifest for sensitive and empathic people and take your manifestation game to the next level, because you're determined, you are ready to get out of the struggle and to get into a more powerful state. If you've tried law of attraction, you've tried manifestation, and you're starting to see that maybe because you're an empath, there's been these things you've been falling into. Maybe it's why it's sometimes easier for other people. Maybe it's why it's been a struggle and you're ready to bust through. Stay close to the podcast. Stay close to my Facebook page. There's going to be so much more to come. So until I see you next time, I want you to practice self-care, decompressing daily, releasing negative energy daily, getting and allowing in support, allowing yourself to be mentored, and then pivoting your energy. Whenever you start to feel off, pivot, 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 my friend. And before I let you go, I need to let you know about the Empowered Empath. This is an incredible five-week journey with me that we are focusing on mastering your manifestation to unlock lifelong happiness, joy, and abundance. So in this program, we start by uncovering your unique energetic code. And this has caused so many breakthroughs in the sensitive souls that have gone through this program because it really gives you a deep deep understanding of who you are and how your energy works and also how you manifest. It's an incredible process that I take you through to learn your unique energetic code. We're also going to develop your intuition because hello, that's a natural gift of empaths and highly sensitive people. So I'm going to help you to unlock your next level of guidance and flow with your intuition. Also, we're going to implement anxiety and overwhelm strategies, and I'm going to help you establish solid energy 
boundaries so that you can no longer be a victim to toxic relationships, energy vampires, and just stop feeling drained and guilty for having boundaries. I'm also going to help you ground and clear your energy. You're going to learn powerful protection exercises. You're also going to integrate new rituals, routines, and exercises specifically made for sensitive souls to be able to manifest and to live their best life. Toward the end of the program, we are going to be getting into quantum leaping, which is I'm obsessed. It's amazing. I'm going to help you quantum leap into your next level. We're going to dive into timeline exercises, embodiment tools, and next level manifestation techniques to make change fast. I am so excited to be able to support some incredible seekers that have been going through this program. So if this gives you the feels, if this gives you the tingles, if your intuition is going like, oh my goodness, I need this. I need the life strategies. I need the manifestation strategies to be able to navigate life and navigate this experience as a sensitive soul, and you think that I'm your girl, check out the show notes. There has never been anything more worth it. This is your life. This is your outcome. This is your destiny, and you are worth it. So go check out the show notes right now, and I cannot wait to see you inside the Empowered Empath. I love you so much, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey love, I hope today's episode resonated deep with you. If you loved what you heard today, let me know on Facebook or Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation. I love seeing the screenshots of you guys listening to the show as well as your big takeaways. For real, come hang out. I am so excited to expand my tribe and connect with you always. So until the next episode, sending you so much love and light. You are rocking it. You're exactly what the world needs.